sucks. Let's see here. Birdland BS Podcast, huh? Let's give that a try. Everybody, this is yet another episode of Birdland BS. You say it with such enthusiasm. Yeah, <laughs> episode eleven, man. We're in the double digits. We, we have made it. We have made it. We're almost yeah, Shawshank. We are almost at three months of this shit. It's crazy, man. It's crazy yeah. how fast it's gone. And uh, and can I just say that there is nothing that I would rather do on my Friday nights than sit around and watch your computer update. For an hour, an hour and a half. And then, if that's not the most entertaining thing to do on a Friday night, I don't know what is. Uh, I could be at Friday's eating uh, unlimited appetizers. But, oh, oh wait, that. that's right. That's why we're doing this so late tonight is because you were at Friday's eating unlimited appetizers while I was, I was sitting at home eating tater tots. That's okay. I enjoyed it. I ate a couple wings for you. Oh, your, for uh, me? Yeah, for you in your oh, memory. So uh, sweet. <laughs> so how was your week, man? Uh, Well... Let's just be real about it. In the uh, in the life of a man who is uh, unemployed, my my week is pretty boring. What are you drinking there? Oh, you don't see that. What Look at is that? that? Isn't that pretty cool, huh? What is that? That's a uh, a Birdland BS baseball bat that is now turned into a mug. One, I was not aware that we had baseball bats to turn into mugs. Oh, oh, we don't. We don't. Fred does. Uh, we don't. But, but what Fred does. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Uh, I'm okay. Listen, <laughs> listen. You can't just go around making cool Birdland BS shit. <gasps> There's a second one. I got you one. Come oh, on, it's so cool. <laughs> Where did you get that? Dude, there's, I got to give a lot of shout out. I got to give props to this company. That's a company online called Lumberland. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's what they do, man. They take barrels of baseball bats and turn them into, uh, works of art uh, make them into mugs they seal them so you can drink something cold hot doesn't matter whatever you want to drink out of them uh sent them the logo to see if they could do something and uh they they pulled it off it, it's what in uh, the world pretty wild man <laughs> pretty that's cool. super cool well i'll have to post pictures so everybody out there listening can yeah, they're uh, like see uh, them. what the hell are these guys talking about right now <laughs> yeah right i had to save that for uh for the oh, show man you see yeah, that's pretty cool. the that's the magic of being able to uh, do this over FaceTime is that you can just throw little surprises at that. Like that's that exactly me. right. Oh exactly my God, right. look at that thing. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, cool. back to it. So how's your week? Uh, my week, uh, like I said, in the life of an unemployed man, uh, pretty une- <laughs> uneventful. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how's the P90X thing going? Uh, well, it depends on how, uh, how uh, in depth you want me to go into my bodily functions. <laughs> uh, certain things not functioning the way they should now <laughs> listen listen so uh i i had a, a little bit of a sports injury we'll call it uh, i okay. won't go into too much depth about it but uh it was bothering the hell out of me and uh i saw a doctor for it yesterday and she was like yeah no working out for about a week uh which at that Ouch. point I, at, at that point i hadn't been working out for about a week anyway and she was like you got to probably another week left so uh i'll just be restarting the whole uh p90x thing sometime next week i guess 
Yeah, maybe um, maybe Which, you should do baby steps before you get into such a ridiculous yeah. program. Yeah, P90X is for I, I like my wife tried talking to me to get into that like a couple of years ago. We lived in the apartment, and that's just something to me. Like you've got to be in pretty good shape already. No, it, it really it really didn't have anything to do with the uh, the exertion or the ability to do the exercises that caused it. It was like a pre existing thing. So anyway, uh, okay. You just want me to get gross about it? No, no, no. That's okay. I we can, can talk about, about that it. off the air. We'll talk it, about that off the I air. I can get gross about it. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, we can we can lose however <laughs> many listeners. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that that has been kind of my week. I've I've been waiting to hear back from this job that I applied to like two weeks ago, and they've been like keeping hope on the line for me. Like, kind of got me like a little hook in my cheek. Like, oh no, don't worry. We're gonna get back to you as soon as possible. Like, they're reaching out to me to tell me. Like, we're coming for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, and, right. I, and I know it's probably just because my, my buddy works there. But still, it's like they're still going out of their way to reach out to me and be like, sorry for the delay and all this stuff. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And then uh, other than that, uh, just been I've been sitting at my desk all week this week. Uh, just just playing some guitar. Um, just trying to get that. Yeah. Um, Working on a new album, so been awesome. kind of been kind of working out the guitar parts for that. Uh, I'm looking at my sine waves right now, and they're really tiny, and they were really big at the beginning. So you may have some like uh, weird <laughs> editing to do later, uh, or okay. I may. Whoever's editing this week. Anyway, uh, moving on. How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, we got a lot going on this weekend. Tomorrow we're having. The conversion from Comcast to Fios. The conversion. Oh, you're finally having the surgery. <laughs> Comcast to Fios, not that, <laughs> not that surgery. That's a totally oh. different procedure. Hey, we, uh, you, you're beautiful either way. If you want me look, to call my, you, my cable's perfectly fine the way it is. I'm not getting anything <laughs> changed down there. We're talking Comcast to Fios. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, man, I got my Comcast bill. It was like over three hundred dollars. I said, what? either do something for me or I'm leaving. And, uh, Fios so gave me the same deal for like a hundred. Oh, it, we had a two year promotion. The promotion ran off. And of course, everything that was in the promotion went up to, you know, normal cost. So, and they didn't do anything for you. Oh yeah, they did. They took like 20 bucks off a month. <laughs> that was about all, all that they right. could do. And I'm like, all right, I'll get the same package through Fios for 150. I'll stay with them for two years. And then I'll come back to you later. Dude, so, my, f- my father-in-law is the king of getting things out of Comcast. Like, the dude will stay on the phone with someone for three hours. Wow. And just like very patiently yet slightly annoying, uh, not uh, annoying, but like annoyed with them. Like he'll just, he'll give just that little hint of like, I'm kind of ticked, but right. not, but he'll be on the phone with them forever. And after he's reached a certain point, he'll be like, listen, I've been on the phone for two hours and I feel like you should just, <laughs> and, and by the end of it, they're like, here's free HBO and free stars and free. <laughs> and uh, you, you can't call Comcast without being on the phone for two hours. I don't care yeah. what it is. We, uh, uh, but anyway, so, so I got that going on. Yeah. I've got the, the, uh, inevitable couch coming, uh, tomorrow as well. So you that's sound, kind of exciting. You, you make that sound like it's like terrible. Ah, uh, well, like you said, I ended up spending more money on that than I wanted to spend. Is it going so. into the basement or is it going into the living room? No, this is going into the basement, the theater the theater. Area. Right. Uh, uh, so that's so. kind of, that's kind of probably be a little bit of a bitch to get down there. Yeah. Well, we got the, fortunately we do have a walkout basement. So they oh, come that's in right. You the do. Back. You do. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be nice. Okay. Um, 
I actually started watching this new documentary series on Netflix called The Keepers. Oh my gosh. I, my wife tried to get me to watch it tonight and I was like, is this like a making a murderer thing? Like it's but with, much better than that. And it's it, the fact better that than it making happened, a murderer. It's back better than making to me, making the murderer just got drug out too long. Okay. And for two or three episodes you're going through the same thing. It's like, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, it was about two episodes too long. Yeah. Well, this is uh I'm through episode four on it. Uh, considering it all happened here in Baltimore that I was unaware of. I didn't know. It's really cool. So you see a lot of areas that you're really familiar so, with. And so the, just the basic premise is that there is a nun that was killed in Baltimore, right? Well, that's part of it. And then there's a lot of the, all the right, priest that was doing sexual stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really good, yeah. All right, I'll um, watch it. I'll watch it. My wife tried to get me to watch it tonight, and I just didn't feel like watching something serious. Definitely worth giving yourself some time to sit down I and did, watch. I did finally watch the... Uh, the uh, second episode of American Gods, and I'll probably watch the third episode after we're finished with this. I stopped after the second episode. I haven't watched episode three or four. Oh, really? Yet, so oh, yeah, I gotta man, catch myself up. So too. good. Like even the it second episode, I'm like, man, this show's fucking awesome. It is pretty good. Uh, and then I found <clears throat> over the weekend, I found this site. That's the second uh, time I've done that, by the way. What's that? The just the, the fuck word. Three. I did it again. Wow. I did it. I did it when we were talking about the racists the other week. When was we were just a like, song that uh, was, a, was it the Limp Biscuit? How many fuck, fuck, fucks any times did you say it? And then, it, oh my God, it said it like 300 times in that oh, one song. Sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I found this auction site. So we'll, we'll go ahead and relate this to sports in some sort of way. Okay. So I found this auction site. It's a, it's a memorabilia, sports memorabilia auction site. Mm-hmm. And they do daily auctions that end around 11 o'clock at night, every night. And I've been a member of it for a while. And if I'm awake or if I think about it, I'll go in there and just check to see if there's anything I might be able to get a good deal on. I've put bids on things multiple times, really low, just hoping maybe one day I'd strike something. Never got anything. Well, the other night, I won won there. Did you win something? Just let me get there. Golly. Like a little kid. I get there, and they had had a couple of Jim Palmer autographed jerseys uh, on there, and they were really, (laughs) really low. So I I put a – what's that? Sorry, I just like – Sorry, Jim Palmer, but I just like imagine like they had Jim Palmer's old cheekbones on there. <laughs> it's like they had his first uh, his injection bottle for uh, oh, man. Like we were, I was I was over at my in laws like a week or two ago, and my my father in law was like, "How many surgeries do you think that guy's had?" Oh, I know, like, man. I do not know, but his face is wrecked. His face is nothing but plastic. Oh, man, he uh, looks like a Kardashian. <laughs> well, anyway, they had a couple of Jim Palmer jerseys on there for real cheap autographed. That's so cool. I put some low bids on those. And then my, my favorite football player growing up was Eddie George, an Ohio State guy. And they had an Ohio State uh, full-size helmet autographed by him and a jersey autographed by him on there, both really low. So I put them on there, <laughs> hoping I'd win one or two. That'd be kind of cool if I ever right. I woke up the next morning, I won all four. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't expecting to win oh, all four. That's hilarious. So, but yeah, man, I got two Jim Palmer jerseys, a autographed <laughs> Eddie George helmet, and an autographed Eddie George jersey for three hundred bucks. So tune in to the next week, uh, next week's episode for Lambs when we uh, when we do another giveaway for a Jim. Palmer I was thinking jersey. about actually doing one of the Jim Palmer jerseys as a giveaway. Yeah, why do you just need because two? why the hell not? What am I going to do with two of them? Right. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, vacation's almost here, man. So I, I'm excited. Or you could uh, just sell it for vacation money. That that I could do. That just I could booze do. money. Just put that in the fridge. <laughs> 
So let's move on, man. Let's uh, yep. let's talk to some stuff that uh, these guys actually care to listen about, or maybe they don't. Considering... You mean they, they don't care to listen to uh, my my health issues and the your <laughs> exciting couch stories? And... No, nah, I really don't think that's what they're well, tuning in they're gonna, for. Well, so. they're going to be so much more excited when we talk about uh, the uh, the how do I phrase this? Uh, losing terribly, completely awful right now. I have no hope in Orioles. They're woeful. They are woeful. They are woeful. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's I mean, they good. lost two out of three in Detroit. Uh, they bounced back at home. They went two out of three against Toronto at home. So you started to think, you know, all right, there might be turning the tide here, that type of thing. Like, they got swept by freaking Minnesota. Then they get swept by the Twins. I mean, now granted. The Twins are a good team this year. They they're hitting the heck out of the ball. They're first in the Central, so they not, they're not a bad team. So it's not like yeah, they get swept but, by the worst team in the league. But to get swept by the Twins at home, uh, it's pretty they disappointing. Made, they made Ubaldo look like a bitch. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> but they start a series tonight in Houston. Which right. don't forget, I don't know if you remember or not. The Orioles set an MLB record last year in Houston for most strikeouts in a three-game series. Ooh, how exciting. Yeah, so I can only imagine how well this series is going to go. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty painful to watch anymore. Um, I granted, they're still, still in second place, only two and a half games behind the Yankees. So if they can right the ship, they're not falling off too far yet. No. But, Thank God they did have that cushion in the beginning of the year because they've needed every game. Um, but really the only one bright spot these days is Dylan Bundy uh, continues yeah. to pitch really, really well um, out of all of our rotation. He's the only one that seems to be able to get past the fifth inning. Uh, that's a big part of the reason why the, the bullpen is struggling so bad. I mean, it's because they have to pitch three or four innings. Every single night yeah. on a consistent basis, night after night. I mean, no bullpen. I don't care who it is. It's going to be able to hold up through something not, like that. It's not sustainable. I said this at the beginning of the year that the pitching didn't look sustainable. And with the loss of Britain, man, it is, it's been yeah. pretty rough. Yeah, it's like every time I sit down to watch an inning, no matter who's out there, doesn't matter if it's Tillman, doesn't matter if it's Ubaldo, doesn't matter if it's Wiley, you know, Miley, it, it doesn't matter who it is. They're all throwing 25 to 30 pitches an inning. That's, I mean, 25 to 30 pitches should easily get you through two, sometimes three with some pitchers. Yeah. Uh, so to be throwing 25, 30 pitches every inning, it's just, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get four innings or five innings out of your starter. And then your bullpen is just going to struggle. And, uh, and look, I, I mean, I know we said it before, and I'm sure it, it's just preaching to the choir uh, with all the fans out there, but Ubaldo has to go at this go. point. Get um, rid of him at the All-Star break. Like, get whatever you can for him, whether it's, you know, whether it is, you know, some kind of option or right. or, or even just a few McDoubles. <laughs> like, do whatever, get whatever just you can. Just send him packing. I mean, I mean, really, they – there, you've got Asher, which they did make the decision uh, last night that Asher's going to pitch Sunday. So this could be the sign of a move with Ubaldo, yeah. either to the bullpen or hopefully the hell out of town. Um, but, I mean, at this point, you've got Asher. You've got Edwin Jackson, who's doing okay down in the minor leagues. you got Mike Wright and Tyler Wilson, and we kind of know what we get with them. Um, Tyler Wilson was a part of that huge, what was it, 14-some game. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he, he hasn't looked very good uh, in the time that he's been up here either. But at this point, you're not getting any worse out of them than you yeah. would Ubaldo. If anything, yeah, you're going to you, get a little bit better, especially you know Asher. You're getting out of Ubaldo at this point. Right. And, and and the little bit that I've seen out of Asher so far, I've really liked. Um, yeah. Much better than what we've his gotten game, out of Ubaldo. His games have been – Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many games he's – has he had any decisions yet? Has he had, has he had any wins yet? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at his wins and losses. I, I, I know, just that know that even that with his losses, really well. though, he's he's held it to a run or two. You know, it's right. been it's been low run, low run games that he's been pitching in. So I mean, like even with him, you know what you're getting, and as long as your guys can hit their way out of it, then then that's fine. With with Ubaldo, you're you're giving up maybe one, maybe three, maybe seven or eight runs by the time you pull him out of the game. Right. It's it, right. It, it, it's 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 too much. Yeah. And speaking of hitting, uh, I think I gave credit a little bit too much to yeah, uh, Chris spoke Davis. A little, spoke a little soon. Yeah, that guy, man. As soon as soon as we basically posted that podcast, uh, I don't think he's hit a foul ball or touched the ball since. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has struck out. And I granted, <laughs> that's what you get with Chris Davis. Yeah. He's feast or famine. Uh, we kind of know that going in, but man, um, he, he just continues to struggle. Same thing with Manny. Uh, you know, I, I can't see him Dude. being a two eighteen hitter for the rest of the no. year. But uh, even like, there are some sites that listen. Outside, I don't know if anybody really realizes this because they might not because they're from Baltimore and Manny's their guy. Outside of Baltimore, people really hate Manny. Um, cause he's kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, he's a great baseball player, but he's kind of cocky. He's got a little bit of an attitude. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's, you know, he's very short with people, uh, on other teams and things like that. It's just how Manny is. He's just kind of a, a boss baller, whatever you want to call him. He comes in and gets the job done. And that's, that's just his attitude. Um, we like it because he's on our team and he, he whips ass for us. But, um, a lot of people don't like Manny, and I say that to just say that I, this week uh, and last week, somebody did a montage of all of Manny's strikeouts for the last like week and a half. Oh, it's really? just just like strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's <laughs> this guy's about to make four hundred million dollars." Yeah, well, that's easy to do with anybody if you want to pick and pry at everything that they do. Even your best hitters, yeah, get out six, you know, seven times out of ten. So. <laughs> That's just the nature of baseball, but I mean, I think, I think Manny's a little misconstrued uh, with people from the outside looking in. Mm, does he get a bad rip? Well, even I look, look at him like, all right, you need to calm down a little bit. He's there's a, little, a difference. Like, I don't see. I mean, it could be partly because I bleed orange and that kind of thing, but I don't see Manny. Don't. I don't see. You Manny know what I mean by that? Do you do you know what I mean when I say don't? I mean you're a homer. See what I did there? It was like kind of a dad joke. Dad joke, bad joke. Hashtag. I saw, I saw what you did there. It was terrible, though. Okay. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I just... I don't see Manny running his mouth to other players. I don't see Manny really doing anything. I mean, yeah... The, the only things that I see him doing is if he makes a nice... If he makes a good play, he might have a little smirk after he makes the play. But... There's he nothing might take wrong. Sixty-five seconds to run around bases. He did that in Boston. He did that in Boston, and he had every right to do that in Boston after they threw at him like that. After Speaking you of throw... Boston, have you seen the shirts? 
I have the oh uh, the, the, the route one. No, no, no. Boston. The reason Route One has put out all these new like anti-Boston shirts is because there is a large group of oh I heard about Boston this. fans. Trip. Yeah. They're all taking a trip down. They bought out like tons of sections so they can all sit together, and they're all wearing shirts that are the B, the Boston B, with a Maryland flag. Instead of it being blue, blue and red like it normally right. is, it has a Maryland. It, the colors inside of it are a Maryland flag, and it's like the Boston, the Bostonians in Maryland, or or whatever. And and then oh, like Jesus. companies like Route One and uh, and some other ones are like, okay, all right, that's what's gonna be. We can make <laughs> t-shirts too. Like right. we, we and ours are funnier. I uh, did. I saw <laughs> some of them. They're pretty, pretty funny. Good. Ones, I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head what they were, but they were pretty uh, good. I like the one that was uh, wash them, so- wash them socks, hun. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That one's one. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, no, I just I do. I, I think Manny gets a little bit of a bad rep, but you know, to me, listen, there's listen, there's Jose Bautista. If you're, listen, if you're listening to this and you're a Philly fan or a Dodgers fan, well, I don't know why you're listening to this, but listen, you're gonna love him. You're gonna think he's the greatest guy ever when he when he's playing for your team. Um, I agree 100 percent for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I I get it. Yeah, um, that really nothing else positive uh, to go with on the Orioles. Like I said, I mean they're gonna start a really tough series now with with Houston. Um, I just hope they can turn this ship around. Um, I'm hoping that if they do make this switch with Ubaldo. That'll help shore up the, uh, the 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 starting rotation. And and look, this starting rotation in years past has been very internally competitive with each other. Typically, when one pitcher does well, it kind of spreads. Right, uh, mm-hmm. they start to do well as a group. Uh, so that's all we need. We need that. We need one player other than Dylan Pundy outside right. of him to step up and do something that's been in this, you know, this little bit of a slump, AKA Kevin Gosman. He needs to be the one that leads them, uh, step up, get his shit together. And then hopefully everybody else will kind of fall in line. But, uh, we've been seems to be wishful thinking. The, yeah. We've been saying this since the beginning of the season. I am quickly losing hope in Kevin Gosman. Like, you know, at the beginning of the season, you can make the whole, you know, it's just, you know, it's the beginning of the season right now. He's, you know, he's right now. He's kind of our ace, so he's there's a lot of pressure on him. Tillman's back. Bundy is pitching better than him. He has that pressure off of him now to, to be the number one, to be the the guy, and he's still not pitching great. And I right. don't know how much longer we can go. He'll come out of this before before we start looking at him. Probably after the All Star break, at some point, we're gonna be like. We're going to be looking at him as if we're, as we're looking at Ubaldo right now. I don't know if it's give going to it, be give that it, Give it another but... month or two, and especially if they sit Ubaldo and they move him to the bullpen or do whatever they do with him, and then you see who's who's the lowest man on the to- totem pole at that point. Not right. it's 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 not Tillman, it's not Bundy, it's not Miley, it's it's Gosman. Right. And at that point, you know he he's going to be the one shoveling shit. And there's going to, there's going to, you're going to hear it. I put, I would put $20 on it that you will start hearing if, if, if we get rid of Ubaldo <sighs> or do whatever we do with Ubaldo, Baltimore sports radio and Facebook and, and us and, and all the podcasts and everywhere you look, Kevin Gosman, are they going to keep him? Should they sit him? What are we going to, I promise you, Kevin Gosman will be the lowest man on the totem pole and he will regret it. So we need to turn it around 
now? Well, now that you've forced me back into my depression, um, <laughs> let's move on to a little bit more of an upbeat topic or maybe okay. a little bit more of a positive topic. Let's talk a little bit about let's the talk- Ravens. <laughs> let's talk about things that are happier than the Orioles. How about AIDS? <laughs> wow. Well, there's that too. Uh, That's offensive. <laughs> now, nah, let's talk a little bit about the Ravens. There have been, uh, there have been obviously OTA started and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. there've been some, some pretty good reports uh, coming out from some of the, the, the media guys and one of the reports, Mike Wallace, uh, in an interview the other day, was stating that Brashad Perryman is set to have a top five receiver type year. Um, hmm. It's pretty I high believe praise. I when I see it. I, I, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. But it gives me that little tingly feeling inside. Like, hey, if this guy, I mean, I can't see him just blowing smoke to blow smoke. If the guy sees something. That. What's that? There are pills for that. <laughs> your tingly feeling inside. <laughs> uh, I just, I really hope that, uh, that it's true. Um, I, yeah. That's why you spend a first round draft pick and a high first round draft pick on a guy like this. I mean, remember he came out of the draft, the fastest guy in the draft uh, would have been, I think the fastest guy in this draft, if not second fastest behind John Ross. Uh, so the guy's got the speed. Uh, he showed flashes last year, made some pretty big plays last year, and now that the spotlight's gone with Steve Smith being gone, being gone, he can kind of step into a bigger role, and he's going to have to put up. He's going to if this team's going to be successful on offense, he's going to be an important piece to that. Absolutely, and, uh, I'm hoping that that everything that Mike Wallace says is is right. I don't disagree with you. Um. Keenan Reynolds, I know you were talking to me about it a couple days ago, uh, has has made some noise uh, mm-hmm. in OTAs. They said that uh, he's looked a lot better than what he did last year. He's made some pretty big jumps considering this guy was a, a quarterback in right. college, uh, never played the wide receiver position, and yeah. you know had to come in and learn the playbook, had to come in and learn a totally different position at the highest of all levels, and struggled with it last year, and obviously so. I mean, that's going to take time to learn. You're not going to learn that Absolutely. Overnight. You don't turn that around in a year. But uh, reports or coming out over are – summer. Reports coming out are that uh, he's doing pretty well. Good. Good for him. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's smart as hell. I mean, the guy went to Navy – Right. Uh, he's, he's smart as hell can be. He's he's a he's a leader. Uh, he just needed to learn a position, and I think if if he can prove the show, he knows how to run routes and catch the ball. There's potential there for him to be a slot receiver, along with Mike Michael Campanero. Who Absolutely, that guy can't seem to stay on the field, constantly right. getting hurt. Uh, so if those guys can kind of share duty and help if, each other out, if if the Ravens receiving core can stay healthy it has the potential to be one of the better receiving cores if not top i'll say five in in the entire nfl um you know they're like you said they went out and they made investments in in perryman and hopefully this is the year that investment pays off right for you guys um and campanero is 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 a great slot receiver yeah. And just, I think he, I think Mike Wallace was a smart uh oh, sign Mike, to bring uh, back. 
Oh yeah, Mike Wallace is is a no brainer. He he was he was lights out last year for them. Absolutely. Uh, he so did I, exactly I think they, what they I, were supposed to do. I think they have the potential to be one of the better receiving cores uh, in in football, provided uh, that they stay healthy and provided that Joe Flacco has the protection that he needs because he takes you know forever in the pocket sometimes. Right. Uh, he's he takes a long time to make decisions and. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's why you see that he gets hurt often and you see these receivers get hurt is, is because he, he, you know, it takes him five or six seconds to pass sometimes. Right. Um, so, well, speaking of protecting Joe Flacco, that's kind of one of the things that I've been paying most attention to uh, during OTAs was just to kind of see how the offensive line is shaking out so far. Cause right. they still have the hole at center and haven't made a, an adjustment there, made a signing there. Uh, they still have the hole at right tackle, you know, mm-hmm. as to who's going to be the starter there. So just kind of focusing on things. Obviously, you've got Stanley, who mm-hmm. was a great first-round pick last year and was one of the best tackles in the league as a rookie, uh, starting at left tackle. So we're, we're good and solid there. We had our fourth-round pick, Alex Lewis, uh, who did extremely well for a fourth-round pick. Uh, step in. He'll be our left guard this year. Center, uh, like I said, that's kind of a hole, but – Ryan Jensen has stepped in. I don't know if you remember Ryan Jensen, the redheaded guy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of plays a little bit here and there. He's kind of rotated around in positions uh, on the offensive line, but I've yet to see him play center. But Harbaugh seems to think his skill sets best fit the center position. So that remains to be seen. We'll see. Uh, That's if Harbaugh, Harbaugh doesn't tend to give players – too much praise and that kind of a shot unless he's got a really good feeling about somebody. So I've I've got, you know, I'm I'm confident with it. I'd still like to see them go out and sign a veteran center like a Nick Mangold, uh, which obviously he's still out there and still available and could still happen. Um, Even if it's just for a one year thing uh, until they can bring somebody in through the draft next year. But uh, that's, that's a hole that I'd like to see them get filled now, I think the weakest hey, part, the weakest part of the <laughs> offensive line um, at right tackle, they got James Hurst out there playing. Mm-hmm. That guy is awful. He uh, he's a good rotational guy, you know, when you need somebody to fill in for a play or two here and there. But to rely on him as a starter at right tackle uh, is quite the stretch. Um, but. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, anything you feel on the offensive line? Uh, not particularly. I think you covered a lot of it. I, I think that for as much shit as you gave me about the Giants offensive line, it's turning out that the Ravens offensive line is much better. You got second and third string guys filling holes and and stepping up. I say that with air quotes because to you it's stepping up, but yet when our guys step up, it's a bunch of scrubs that they picked up at McDonald's. <laughs> um, so I, I think it'll be interesting to see um, when it comes to preseason and in early parts of the season how those guys fill those holes and how they end up um, how they end up in those positions. I, from what I understand. Um, the, the little bit that I've read up on Mangold is that they're kind of avoiding him due to like not off the field issues, but just kind of like, I guess the guy's got a mouth on him from what I understand. And they're, and you know, Harbaugh, that's not his thing. He doesn't like, he doesn't like the, the guys that run their mouths or whatever. Like th- that's news difference. to me. I never knew that he was a, a locker yeah. room issue. So 
So yeah, so um, that that's the little bit that I've I've heard about. Okay. Him not really landing anywhere is that a lot of teams are like a little iffy on him when it comes to attitude or, or whatnot. Well, fair enough. Um, <laughs> did you see this? Uh, we'll call it uh, brotherhood bonding with uh, Dennis Pitta and Flacco and Tucker and no Morgan Cox and uh, Nick Boyle. No, I did not see this. <laughs> So so apparently they are uh, big fans of the uh, the Bachelorette show and uh, oh my gosh they get together every week to watch it together and they made a video about it on the uh, the Ravens website it's pretty hilarious this, you see uh, Pitta come out wearing an apron with cinnamon buns and all the guys are sitting on the couch watching the Bachelor show it is pretty fucking funny uh, uh, that's good you get a chance to 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 look that up you definitely should. Now wow. you see you say that, and I've actually been like hearing, like a lot of my dude friends lately. They'd be like, "Dude, you watch The Bachelor?" No, uh, no. Are you kidding me? No. Like, there, there are some shows. The there and are some apparently, shows. Apparently, apparently, The Bachelor's pretty good. Like, no, I, and I, I wouldn't it. know, but like my, some of my buddies are like, "Dude, you gotta watch The Bachelor's pretty good." I'm like, eh, I'd rather saw off my own arm, but thanks. Yeah, I can't do it. There, there are some shows that. Uh, I, I feel pretty shameful that I'll sit there and watch with my wife and like what kind of enjoy watching from time to time. But, uh, <laughs> the okay, bachelor I'll be, I'll, is not one of them. Yeah I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be real about that. Uh, my wife watches Jane, the Virgin and sometimes I'm just stuck there watching Jane, the Virgin. I'm like, man, this show's pretty funny. Yeah. That's one of them. Is it one of them? That's, that's definitely dude, one of them. Dude, Jane, let, without getting too terrible right now. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but without without getting too terrible, Jane's dad, the guy, his yeah. name is Rogelio. Yeah. Hilarious. He is pretty funny. <laughs> My favorite character. Uh, anyway, uh, man stuff. <coughs> yeah. uh, back to <coughs> Tony Jefferson. Uh, yeah, football. <laughs> <laughs> football and, and sports. <laughs> Tony Jefferson, though he he made some uh, some pretty strong uh, comments the other day at an interview. Um, he's I know he's really excited about getting started and everything and playing with a new team and all that stuff and and, and I'm sure that's super exciting. Plus he signed a ridiculous deal. This guy went from undrafted to multi millionaire. Yeah. So yeah, he he getting paid. Yeah, so anybody that's not excited to be in his position be crazy. Right, um, right, right. But he he already cited in an interview the other day that. He thinks this defense has a shot to be legendary. So legendary. Are we talking two thousand Ravens? Le- that's le- that's a strong word to use with this team, considering yeah. we have one of the best defenses in the history of the NFL, arguably. So for you to say that this defense has the chance to be legendary, you ever go on Facebook words. and they have like uh, they have like 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 memes or whatever, and it'll be like a different person for each month of the year. Uh, so I saw one that was like, it's going to be May. Well, yeah. I mean, that's about 27 days late. Um, <laughs> it's been May for 27. It's about to be June. It's um, already May. Anyway. Uh, so there was one that I May's saw. May's almost what, over. I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> there was one that I saw that it was like a bunch of quarterbacks for each birth month. And, it said, uh, pick your quarterback for your birth month, dot, dot, dot. And, like, they all line up or whatever. And there's, like, Peyton Manning and 
and uh, you know Aaron Rodgers and all like uh, and Tom right. Brady all the and then it's like and then at the bottom it says now they have to th- uh, throw for two hundred yards with no uh, no intercept or no it's like it was like now they have to throw for three hundred yards with no interceptions against the two thousand Ravens can they do it <laughs> like yeah no, right no nope. they can't none of them like, <laughs> I don't care like, who like you Peyton put up there Manning and Tom Brady nope. and Aaron Rodgers like no nope, none nope. of them can they were so absolutely good absolutely not <laughs> they were so good. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, so again, it's a pretty strong word to use. Um, but I mean, all we can do at this point is hope. I, like I told you, if if our team last year was pretty much like a top five defense last right. year. Right. Exactly. You add a piece like Jefferson. They've done some good things uh, in the uh, offseason as far as the draft go- goes. So this team's going to get better. It's going to have younger pass rushers. They're going to get to the quarterback more, which is going to help with the defensive back. So. I'm excited about the defense. I wouldn't go as far out to say that they're going to be legendary. I, I'm legendary. Not going to make that statement. It's going to be yet, legend. But. Wait for it. Hope you're not lactose intolerant because the next part is dairy. Legendary. <laughs> Sorry, Bernie Stinson moment. Anyway, uh, so uh, anything else with Ravens? No, nah, not a whole lot, man. That's yeah. just uh, the, the the main stuff that I wanted to hit on with them. How are your uh, New York football giants there looking? Uh, well. I'm glad that you asked. Um, so really, they're, nobody they're cares looking, at this point. Like, Everybody's already tuned up. off. <laughs> Listen, they're uh, they're looking they're looking good this year, man. Uh, they're gonna have one of, if not the best. Now, now I say the Ravens have the potential to be one of. I'm telling you that the New York Giants will be one of the best receiving cores in football. If not, oh, no shit. Best. If not, that's a terrible yeah, season. If not, if not, they're terrible, and I hate them so much. Um, but uh, speaking of their, <laughs> you've got, you've got Odell Beckham, Brandon, Effin Brandon Marshall. Marshall, and what's the rookie that came? Sterling Shepard. Sterling, Sterling Shepard. He was then, a fantasy and then beast Evan, for me last year. And then God, you got that was Evan a good Ingram. Pickup. Evan Ingram at uh, tight end. You have right. You have a nasty receiving core. Anyway, I I, I say that to uh, talk about. You know, uh, Sheldon Richardson and Braden Marshall. Did you hear about this? I did not. Oh, so Sheldon Richardson plays for uh, for the Jets. and uh, Oh, I did hear about this. And they, 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 for whatever reason, they just had their, like, sc- scuffs between each other last year, and they, they didn't like each other. And uh, <clears throat> there, was a, there was a press conference. Oh, my God, are you being attacked by a cat? No, but I think my cat's being attacked by my dog outside my door. Oh, that doesn't sound safe. Do you want to get that? Nah, they'll be all right. Okay. You have a dead cat. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so uh, Sheldon Richardson was uh, interviewed after one of their first OTAs. And uh, they said, you know, how are you feeling this year? And he's like, I'm feeling good about this year. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I I feel a lot healthier. And uh, and they said, well, why? Why do you feel healthier? And he said, "Uh, I can give you 15 reasons why. Alluding to Brandon Marshall's <laughs> right. number fifteen, exactly, um, and they just really didn't like each other. But uh, Brandon Marshall, being the class act that he is, because he is a class act. Now, earlier on in his career, he had a lot of mouth running problems, and you know had a lot of issues, and he's dealt with that with class and dignity and respect. And he says, "Listen, I've worked on myself incredibly hard, and I am here in one of the most illustrious sports franchises." In all of sports. And I'm going to do my best to, to maintain that. Listen, this guy is a class act. 
And all I'm saying is that <laughs> the friggin' Giants, with that kind of attitude, going to the Super Bowl, I'm super stoked about it. Uh, and you have to wear uh, a jersey all year. You won't. Not only are you not going to the Super Bowl, but you're not you're, even going to win your division. That is not true. We are going to the Super Bowl. We are going to go up against the Patriots because, good lord, they are just the Patriots, man. Uh, anyway, don't even get me started on they're uh, they're re- going to be really good again this year. Uh, of needless course. To say, needless to say, there's only one true Patriot Slayer, and his name goes by Eli of Manning. <laughs> The Manning of Eli. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's not. There's that. I say all that to say there is. There is. There is literally no news when it comes to football right now. Well, that's nah, about nah, it. That's, that's is, about is, it. Is, is little girls jawing at each other? Yeah. yeah. I don't like you. I don't like your number. Fifteen reasons why I'm better than you. Okay. <laughs> shut up, idiots. Right. Right. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, where are we at time wise? We're at forty one minutes. Before we go, let's talk just a. a t- any tiny bit uh, about the uh, the NBA playoffs because uh, last night the Celtics succeeded in doing something that uh, nobody thought they could do. They uh, they ended up not getting swept. Yeah, they ended up not getting swept. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, oh man, they're getting swept, but they didn't. They yeah. won one game. They won yeah. one game, you guys. And then they lost the series. So yep. anyway. here we are again, as we predicted. Episode one, episode two, whatever it was. Yep. And it's the Cavs and Golden State going at it again. Dude, uh, I've seen all these, like, I know you got to hype it up a little bit, but it's like, are the Cavs and Golden State the, the greatest rivalry in all of sports? And it's like, get uh, your head out of your ass. Um, yeah, they no, got to build I'd it look- up. They got to sell tickets. They got to get the TV ratings higher. They they do that kind of shit every year with every team. So that doesn't surprise me. Listen, Golden State's going to win it. Golden State, four games to three. Oh, so you're saying it's going to go seven. It's going seven. I think Golden State wins it in six. In six? Yeah, okay. in six. Um, if LeBron beats Golden State, is that it? Is that it for M- the NBA do they just like do they just shut down and they're like all right we just witnessed the greatest player yeah it's not ever. the NBA anymore it's the yeah, LBJ we, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it is is that yeah. at that point do they just say okay well we did it we did the, we did the basketball dude we're, he has been done. in eight straight NBA finals he's a beast we don't know what the finals are like without LeBron James anymore right exactly that's almost a decade yeah of LeBron James that's, it, so, I mean, when you put it, so the, good. And, and he's done it with two totally different teams. He did it with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and buy my cats a bunch of LeBron James gear, and put, <laughs> and put it on my cats. The cat is gonna wear an LBJ jersey. Uh, and you know what's funny is like every year this happens, it always sparks up the conversation as to you know who's the greatest basketball player of all time and who. Oh, I your... can answer that for you. It's LeBron James. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I would definitely put him in my top two. And you could flip a coin between him and MJ. Um, I think overall, LeBron James has a better better game overall. Oh, absolutely. But Michael Jordan never lost an NBA Finals. Never. Yeah. Um, but look at won- the, like I I listened to uh, to everybody's favorite Colin Coward the other day. 
And he made some points about like the guys that Jordan had guarding him and the guys and like like the stats that oh Jordan in the finals went, you know, six for 16. Like, oh, that's really impressive. Like that right. this guy went for six for 16. Meanwhile, LeBron's scoring like 40 or 50 points in a game. Like it's yeah. it's like, yeah, he never lost. But he I think that was I think I think the the Bulls back then are reminiscent of Golden State now and that they got it done with their team. It wasn't just MJ getting it done. Well, that you look, was... you look at MJ's stats and it was like he had average stats all through the playoffs and all through those, you know, finals and everything. He 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 was great. Not really. Like, I don't mean... give me get, don't get me wrong, but he was like he was he was kind of like Steph Curry. Uh I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. 30 points a game through your playoff career. Uh, is far from average, uh, but what, listen, I could go out and score thirty points against uh, Boston right now. So no, I'm saying. you couldn't. Get I the could. Hell out of here. Come on, you get at me. Last thirty seconds on the court. Yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be throwing up all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, my, my thing with that is both of them are great basketball players. Why do we have to put a label on one being better than the other? It's it's because this is America, Fred. I know, we're but they played on, in two totally different freedom. generations, and I, we're built on freedom and 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 accomplishment, and capitalism, and we have to be the best. And right now, and forever, until proven otherwise, LeBron James is the best player, past, present, and future, in uh, basketball. Everybody's entitled to opinion. Yeah. So. You know what they say about they say you know they say about opinions. Yeah, it's like assholes. Everybody's got one. But you know what? Mine doesn't stink. (laughs) That's the only difference. Anyway, uh, we're at forty six ish minutes. It's a very (laughs) slow sports week. Basketball is almost over. We got two teams left. Hockey's done done with as as far as I'm concerned because I hate Crosby and I hope that he dies in a fire. The Predators and the Penguins. Yeah, That's the, the Predators finals. and the Penguins. Uh, are, I'm excited are, to see the Predators make it. You know, I, I'd like to see. I would uh, love to see them beat the Pens. I would yeah, absolutely. Them. And the Pens, as good as they are, man, to go seven games against mm-hmm. Ottawa, seven games mm-hmm. against the Caps, like, I don't think they're going to have the energy to go another seven-game series. So, nope. I think – and the Predators, Predators are a good goddamn team. Um, yeah, they is. And Subban, I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now. So we'll see, man. I, I I wouldn't put my money on Columbus, but I'm hoping Columbus can pull this off because I do not want to see the Penguins win again. Yep. Me either. Uh, so that's it. That's it for the podcast. Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> We uh, we uh, we got to do the uh, the, the, yeah, thing. the old the two thing. minute warning, man. And this week it's up to you. Uh, Are you actually going to keep track of time? I am going to keep track of time so we can use our little uh, timer thing this week. Okay. So your two minute warning. I'm going to drag this out. Starts okay. right now. Okay. So let's start in baseball. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tommy Lasorda. How old is he now? I think he's like 80-some years old. Yeah, he's uh, in his he's late 80s. A, yeah, he just got a new pacemaker, and uh, turns out that he's doing well. So uh, ah, props good to, to him, and good to hear. Uh, uh, Cespedes, good guy. Uh, yeah, um, he is, uh, he's actually beginning his rehab in the minors 
this week. Uh, no real set date for him to return, but uh, that'll be interesting. Um, also, speaking of interesting, uh, one Mr. Colin Kaepernick is uh, in the news this week for a couple yeah. of reasons. There was a nonprofit group that protested out of, outside of NFL headquarters this week, um, mm-hmm. you know, saying that Colin Kaepernick spoke up for us when nobody else would, and we think that you're blackballing him in the NFL, and we need him to play somewhere, and you need to do the right thing. About a day or two after that, Colin Kaepernick uh, has a visit to Seattle. So we'll see uh, We'll see if that pounds out. If it is, you and I are gurus at that point. And uh, at that point, we should deserve to get paid for whatever it is that we're doing here. Exactly. Uh, moving on. Let's see here. Talk a little bit of football. Josh Norman came out this week and ran his mouth, as Josh Norman does. Uh, said that, trust me, when I tell you it's going to be bla- bad blood this year, you think the NFC didn't lick each other before this year? This year right here, there's going to be lots of time, uh, lots of fines, and maybe suspense. Shut up. Shut up, Josh Norman. <laughs> I hate Josh Norman with everything that I am. He is just the worst human being. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, this one's fun. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder center uh, Inez Cantor uh, had a, uh, a warrant issued for his arrest by the what? country of Turkey this week because he was a proponent uh, against their their current government administration. And wow. because of that, uh, their government is coming out and saying that anybody that opposed us needs to uh, come back and be arrested. So that that's that's fun. And I think I'm running out of time. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, man. There were so many other things. Uh, sorry. You did pretty good, though, man. You made it in there, I think. You got so, most of it. Yeah, that's it. I got one other thing, and it's really not even real news, so who cares? <laughs> uh, you are fake news. Yeah. Well, uh, as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. This was a uh, short week for us. Uh, we didn't even make it an hour uh, this week. but That's uh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, did you take care of putting the website as far as the uh, the memorabilia, the, the shirts and everything back up and running for I another month? I think so. Okay, we'll have to check know. on that. If not, uh, yeah. it'll definitely be up by the time you guys hear this. Uh, so yes. don't forget to check us out, birdlandbs.com for all the that merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, don't forget to like, share our pages on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, we promise to be a little bit more active on those things. And yes. uh, we hope that you'll continue to tune in to us. You got anything else for these guys? Uh, no, just, uh, be sure to tune in next week. Uh, we'll try to figure out maybe if this giveaway is actually going to happen or not. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, Fred may uh, just want to, may just want to wear it around his house. So <laughs> it's an extra, an it's an extra large. It's not going to fit me. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to have to go up for auction or go on my wall. One or the other. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we're also talking about maybe doing a, uh, Facebook live, uh, podcast Ooh. here soon. So, Hopefully you guys would uh, be excited to see that. And um, yeah, just to watch our faces for an hour. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, and send us rude and crude messages as we're recording it. Right. That's like, we're just sitting there trying to talk about sports and you guys are sending us pictures of what have you. <laughs> and, and, you know, if you got questions or you want to comment on some of the stuff that we're talking about, that'll make us uh, uh, give us interact. your, give us your professional opinion. Yeah, absolutely. We share ours so regularly. <laughs> exactly. You want to get in on all the BS well, mm-hmm. there will be your chance. So is that was that a reference to our name? Maybe. Clever. Yeah, pretty good. All right, guys. Anyway, well, uh, thanks again you, for tuning in, and we hope you join us next week. I'm Fred Donahue, as always, and I am Matt Talley, and this has been Birdland BS. Deuces. See you guys.
It's gonna be me.